Hey everyone, live from New York City, I'm Jay Dombeck and this is Sports In Depth. What's up fellas, JD back in studio late Monday night, Uh, we'll release Tuesday at some point. Fantasy drafts are around the corner. We're middle of August now. NFL season is upon us. I wanted to talk about some of the top available players and uh, who we're going to see go off the board early for each fantasy league. I think Jonathan Taylor, guys, is going to have a spectacular year. I think him or Christian McCaffrey are going to be the first two off the board. Uh, I would go with JT, though, behind that amazing offensive line in Indianapolis with Quentin Nelson and those boys up front. He's got such a skill set, able to hit holes, A, B gap up the middle, and he's able to bounce outside and work his magic as well. Just a premier back in our league at such a young age, and I think he's going to make a difference. Uh, If you have a top pick in your league, you got to go with him. No ifs, ands, or buts. I'm going to talk about top available wide receivers. I know Cooper Cup, guys, is getting the hype, Mr. Triple Crown. He had an awesome season last year, but I don't think he's going to be the best wide receiver in the league this year. I'm going to go with either Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase. And the dark horse is Devontae Adams with his new team and new quarterback in Derek Carr and the Las Vegas Raiders. The reason I'm really high on Jamar Chase is Joe Burrow found him a ton last year, and we know Jamar was huge in that Super Bowl run. But the one thing about Chase, which is big time, is Joe Burrow is going to have more time in the pocket this year after they upgraded their offensive line this offseason. And uh, Jamar's going to, in my opinion, get more catches Uh, more receptions and more yards this year than last. I know that's hard to believe, but Joe Burrow's going to be able to sit in that pocket a little bit, you know? He had to unleash that thing quickly last year, and things are going to be a little bit different in the new season for the Cincinnati Bengals. Devontae Adams. Uh, We know Aaron Rodgers got him the ball a bunch in the last couple of years, but I think Derek Carr is going to look for him just as much, folks. Um, I think Devontae Adams is a high pick in each league this year. Uh, If you're drafting, Cup is going to have a little bit of a dip, as I said a few moments ago, and that's not because, you know, he's still going to have a good year, just not a spectacular year like last. Um, With wide receivers, it's always someone different, and I truly believe some of these other young guys are going to step up big time. We know you can't go wrong with Stephon Diggs. Josh Allen's going to find him a whole lot this season for the Buffalo Bills. And I wanted to round out some of the top wideouts with Tyreek Hill and Debo Samuel. We know for the Niners, Debo's going to be doing a lot of running out of the backfield, lining up as a receiver. He can do it all, a little bit of a flex dude. Debo's got a lot of talent. And we know Tyreek Hill now with a new quarterback. He's with the Miami Dolphins, as we all know, with Tua. Um, He's very high on Tua's accuracy, and I think Tyreek is also going to have a really, really good season, a breakout season in his very first season in South Beach, in my opinion. So uh, those are some of the wideouts to talk about, and that second tier of wideouts, 
the C.D. Lambs of the world, Keenan Allen, Mike Evans, A.J. Brown, Waddle. I think those guys are going to have a good season as well. Not as good as the first tier of receivers, but they're going to be right behind in second place. Um, and I think they're going to be really dynamic as well. So that's a little bit on the wideouts. It's funny because uh, when you look on the fantasy app and you see Jalen Hurts, He's right at the top of the list for quarterbacks. And I was very interested by this because we know how it's going to go for QBs with Mahomes and Allen. You know, Tom Brady still at the top of the list for some. Justin Herbert, we know he can sling that thing. Shout out, Aust. Kyler, Lamar, we know they get points on the ground as much as in the air. And Aaron Rodgers, Dak, Joe Burrow, and Stafford to round out that second tier. I mean, Quarterbacks, we know they don't dictate winners of leagues, but it's still good to get a good cue. Um, I think that's really, really important. And some leagues, people do a two-quarterback league, so QBs are really, really important in some people's leagues around the country. Um, I'm going to go to tight ends. We know that Robert Gronkowski retired in the offseason. We know that it's going to come down to Kelsey, Mark Andrews, and Waller. Uh, three tremendous tight ends. I will say that Mark Andrews and Waller line up a little bit more on the inside and block as well as receive. Travis Kelsey is more a wideout. Uh, he lines up on the outside a whole lot. Not a big time blocking tight end, but uh, can sure receive the football and uh, is a force. You know, with Tyreek Hill now with the Miami Dolphins, Kelsey's going to be getting a ton of catches. Mom's going to sling that thing to Kelsey all season long. That's why he's the top tight end, and he'll be the first tight end off the board. Let's talk about the young kickers. Uh, McPherson, uh, the kicker for the Cincinnati Bengals, cold-blooded straight up. Kid can knock it down from anywhere. Uh, 50 and beyond, it's still good. And uh, Justin Tucker, we know he hit from 66 last year, and Gay for the LA Rams is big time as well. So a few top kickers. Um, I think a lot of people always wonder who and what position to throw in your flex. You know, if you're able to get your hands on a Joe Mixon, a Najee Harris, a Kamara, a CD Lamb, Kyle Pitts, guys of that caliber, you want a solid flex player, no matter how big the league is, 8-person, 10-person, 12-person. Flexes have decided championships in years past in the leagues I've been in. Just really, really important. And I think this year is going to be a big, big year for running backs. You heard it first with JD here on Sports In-Depth. Um, a lot in the passing game we know with the Bradys, Rodgers, Burrows. It's a passing league. But now we are getting dynamic runners because the O-lines on each team in the NFL are just getting better and better. Big dudes out of Bama, out of Georgia, offensive linemen out of Oregon and beyond. I really think the run game will step up in the pros. It's not going to be dominated by the passing game this year. I think it's going to be a good mix-up. I think anyone can win because of this style that the NFL is moving towards. We have QBs that can run. We have running backs that hit holes, bounce outside, receive the ball as well. And we got five-star wide receivers that could flat-out run, run sharp routes, you know, run for speed and get open downfield. I mean, the NFL is in a really, really good place. I hope everyone enjoys their fantasy league this year. I love doing one with fam, friends. 
Uh, it's really, really fun time. So um, everybody enjoy their leagues this year. Everybody enjoy the NFL season. We'll be talking between now and then, but a little here on fantasy on the football segment here with JD. I wanted to touch upon baseball. It was awesome on the K-Rod cast to have Derek Jeter on Sunday night. It was absolutely special. A-Rod and Jeets worked out their beef. They talked about some of the great times they had together with the New York Yankees and A-Rod apologized to Jeter. Uh, for his mistakes while in the league. And Jeter said, I forgive you, bro. I mean, I'm not going to hold grudges. You know, what happened, happened. We're grown men now. We worked through it, and we still had success on the field, even with trials and tribulations. So that's how baseball is. That's how all sports are. Teammates don't always get along. Teammates, you know, there's not always kumbaya moments and peaches and cream. We saw with the New York Yankees, Even in the documentary, the captain, Jeter, had a tough time with the front office. Um, At times, they didn't believe in him, but he bet on himself, and it turned him into the captain, a Yankee great, the most remembered Yankee of all time. So um, it was really special to have Michael Kay and A-Rod talk to Jeet on uh, Sunday Night Baseball. I was more into it than the game. It was a low-scoring game. Boston won 3-0. The Yankees are really struggling at the moment. Uh, two and eight in the last 10. Um, They really got to get it going. They have some injuries, you know, with Stanton and Carpenter and King is also out and he's in the Yankee bullpen. Um, A lot going on. I know you you have slumps in MLB seasons, but we're heading towards mid-August. You know, we're there already and the Yankees are still struggling. They really got to flip the switch because Uh, You don't want to go into September playing poor baseball. And you're also in a year that you want to win the whole thing. Say Aaron Judge is not a Yankee next season, even though I mentioned it on our show last week and I'll mention it now. I think he will be a Yankee. But, you know, they're really playing with fire, uh, the Yanks, right now. And they must really get on track. We have teams rising, you know. We have teams like the Toronto Blue Jays. The Tampa Bay Rays, the Baltimore Orioles knocking on the door. The Red Sox aren't out of it yet. And the Houston Astros now have a better record than the New York Yankees. And that's a locker room kill. That hurts the Yanks to hear that after such a good first half. And they seem to be giving a lot of it away here in the second half. Um, The New York Mets rocking and rolling. They're making more headlines than the Yanks. And I know that bothers Yankee fans. It sure does. But uh, they will flip it around. They will. I truly believe. I'm still got my eyes on a Subway Series. You know, Yanks-Mets World Series would be phenomenal. But Yanks must figure it out. Pitching has to be better. Hitting has to be better. Base running has to be better. And fielding as well. Um, they have to turn it around in all aspects of the game. Um I thought a lot of their bullpen giving batters too much to hit a lot over the center of the plate. You need to come up with that high cheese. You need to, you know, pitch righties inside a little bit, a half ball in, making a 94 mile an hour fastball feel like 96 because it's in on the hands. Um, I think that's really, really important. Roger Clemens touched upon what starting pitchers and bullpen need to do in today's game to be successful on Sunday Night Baseball. And I couldn't agree more. Uh, Hitters are too good now. Pitchers must mix it up and bullpens have to be effective because starting pitchers cannot go super long in today's game. 
So a little wrap on baseball there. I'm really excited, fired up in the studio. I got a lot of energy late night here. Everyone enjoy their football fantasy drafts. Enjoy their fantasy seasons. Get with your buddies, draft, eat some pizza, grab a beer. Um, It's a lot of fun. And baseball, we're heading towards the postseason. Who's going to show up when it matters most? J.D. balling on Monday night. Let's get it. You'll hear from me Tuesday. PG, I love you, brother. J.D. out.